Hello and welcome back to another episode of Nick Tiffany's Movie Reviews in the podcast form. Today we're coming at you with another SIF review. This time we're switching to the online portion of the film festival. So, uh, you know, this is almost like a little little, little window into uh, how some of the critics do some of their movie screenings, whether it's for independent films, foreign films, um, all sorts of kind of stuff like that. The, you know, ones that might not get bigger distribution, um, but especially in this post-COVID world and everything's built for streaming and people have got theater setups at home now. Um, you know, I think it was a pretty, pretty smart move on their part uh, to do part of this online because um, usually the festival is in person. You know, they used to used to be able to check out movies. You'd have to go down to a hotel where the, the SIF offices were kind of set up at the time, I remember, and I remember checking out DVDs or screeners, and it's like, all right, you need, you got to bring it back. Um, but no, this was great. I mean, you have the you pay you pay for your ticket essentially. You'll get your online queue of sorts. Um, you know, you're able to cast it onto a TV or something, and so I it worked seamlessly. Um, so our first film kicking off this online portion is the Matashin Family. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, Matashin, I believe, perhaps family. The name coming from the Matashin Society, which uh, back in Los Angeles, uh, right around 1950, 1951, uh, some of the early gay rights activists um, who believed that, you know, I think believed properly that homosexuals should be seen as equals, um, and should be entitled to the same rights as everyone else. Um, they got their name from the Société Matachine, which was a medieval French group of mass dancers and players who kind of satirized social conventions. And so the idea behind this uh, Matachine society, you know, these guys would go out in the middle of the night, they would go and they would dance and they would wear these masks so that nobody could make sure that nobody could make them out so as they would, uh, wouldn't get harmed or anything like that. But, uh, it was a way for them to kind of, uh, I mean, you know, truly support one another, to live their truths, to be who they wanted to be outside of the views of a very narrow-minded society. And so the Matashin family follows Thomas and Oscar, played by Nico Tortorella and Juan Pablo de Pache, um, respectively. The two of them have been married for, uh, I want to say, five or six years. Um, and they've kind of come into a place where they wanted to have a child. And so they went the adoption route. Um, and what had ended up happening was they had actually found um, a young boy named Arthur who needed a home. His mother was going to be uh, away for a little while getting help. Um, you know, really not sure how long, but, you know, unfortunately they were homeless at the time. And so... They bring Arthur into their home, and for one beautiful, beautiful year, um, they're fathers. Um, and they really explore what fatherhood means to both of them, um, having Arthur in their life, uh, building a bond with this child who, you know, needed nurturing and loving. Um, and everything seems to be going great until the unfortunate reality of the situation sets in, and Arthur's mother fortunately, you know, was able to get back on her feet and into a place where she's able to care for him. Um, and that's kind of what starts our, 
our story. Um, this fraction almost having to it sounds horrible, but having to give back, you know, the, the child that you adopted, or at least, you know, you've been fostering and taking care of, um, for over a year. And, you know, it's especially hard on Thomas, um, who really has grown such an attachment to Arthur. Um, Oscar is an actor. He does film and TV. Um, and you know, we, we kind of get early on that, you know, he's often shooting. He might be away a couple months at a time. The program gets picked up. Maybe we have to move. Um, and Oscar really sees this almost as an opportunity in his life to maybe get focused back and more, uh, back more into his work. Whereas Thomas almost can't live without the thought of being a father um, and wanting to have a family. And so it creates this really interesting divide between the two of them as to what they think their ideal family looks like. You know, do you want a family considering what we just had and what happened? You know, do you want to try again? Or do you feel like, ah, well, you know, we gave it a shot and maybe it didn't work. Um, So that kind of, you know, without going too into detail um, as far as some of the the issues and, and traumas and things that they face. Um, I, I thought this was a very interesting movie. Um, one thing I really love, obviously, about the Seattle International Film Festival, um, they are a huge, huge proponent of fresh voices in cinema, voices that for decades and decades and decades we were never able to hear, whether it's um, female directors whether it's minority directors, whether it's stories about women, minorities, and LGBTQ members. Um, and so, you know, I've, I've always, always been very appreciative of the work that they do in curating a lot of their festivals as well, because they are very inclusive. They put work in front of you that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise gone out and seen or heard of. Um, and they're telling real stories. They're telling stories that really matter and they're shining a light on people, um, whose lives are perhaps less visible than others. Um, and so for that, I'm always appreciative to be turned on to something new, to be shown, you know, something that maybe I don't have a window into necessarily. Um, Andy Valentine wrote and directed this movie, um, and Danny Valentine helped write it as well. I was really sold on the premise, and I really, really connected with the issues that Thomas was facing and feeling. Um, you know, they do some really interesting things narratively. Um, you know, Thomas is a photographer, and so at many moments you'll kind of see a collage of different photos he's taken, and you kind of get some voiceover narration whether it's talking about where they might have been at at that time, where their friends were at. Um, And so you learn a lot about him, obviously, through some of these moments and through how he sees the world. And you also learn through the uh, the friends that he keeps around them, uh, around uh, around them. Uh, Emily Hampshire from... Oh, gosh, I don't know why I'm I'm blanking on the name. Dan and Eugene Levy, or Levi, Levy, bleh. Who knows? You know, you're going to learn quick. The The downside to doing this all audio is just butchering people's names or having massive brain farts and not being able to remember Shit's Creek. There we go. That's the name. Shit's Creek. 
Um, so Emily Hampshire from Schitt's Creek is in the film. Um, and, you know, you meet some of Thomas's friends, all of whom, I don't want to say, are all in the uh, the LGBTQ crew. Um, but, uh, you know, it's this moment where you have all these 20 to 30-somethings ready to kind of have a family of their own, ready to kind of take the next step, but scared because of what they experienced when they grew up. Um, the challenges and the thoughts that they don't want to have to think about their kids dealing with, um, that they hate reflecting on. Um, and so there is really a special and very unique look at this family. However, family comes. You know, I'm one of those people who tell you that, you know, family's more than blood. And I think I've always kind of felt that. Um, and so, you know, you've got a really really strong supporting cast here who all, you know, I'm like, they all have got pretty, pretty great chemistry. Um, I think at times, I don't know if it's the writing perhaps, or how it was, or maybe the editing. I don't, I don't know. There were a couple moments where I felt like we ventured into the Hallmark zone a little bit, um, or like Faulkner stars kind of, kind of zone where I'm like, all right, the writing, some of the little little quips or things that are happening or reactions, it feels a little, I mean, obviously it's emotionally charged, but I, I don't know. Some of it, I'm just watching it and I, I kind of snickered a couple times because I was like, I think, I think that was meant to be serious, but, you know, it feels like something you might hear on a holiday special or something or, you know, I'm going to kick the crap out of you because you're gay. Or, you know, there's this really overly bitchy gay guy who, and I mean, I don't mean to say that. <laughs> offensively at all I'm, I'm sure they would credit this guy in IMTB as such um but you know just really painfully catty I should say um and to the point where it's like all right you know I, I get it you're being snarky you're being bitchy whatever we'll go do whatever but then there was like this unnecessary like <laughs> that's when I thought bitch and I was like oh no 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 you you get smacked for saying something like that. I I don't know. There there are just some moments where it's like, oh, like that's the the peak bully, and of course you're not going to do anything about it. But uh, I I don't know. I I enjoyed the film. Um, again, I think it is a really fresh perspective. Um, there's definitely a lot of talent in the cast. I don't know. It 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 didn't totally grip me the entire time, and I think that's because I kind of think it wavered between very serious film and then also, you know, trying to lighten the mood a little bit, trying to be a little more accessible perhaps. Um, but all in all, you know, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed the performances. I really enjoyed the central story. Um, I'm not quite sure what the, uh, the release schedule looks like for this film, but you know, if you're willing to take a chance, expand and broaden your horizons as far as what you watch and what you learn and the the stories that you hear the modishin family might not be a bad way to go um you know it was certainly a uh certainly an okay start to our our digital screenings i think that with our uh you know i'm, I'm just going to be honest it's going to be a few reviews in a row that you know i'm, I'm not writing too much home about unfortunately but we're going to get to some gold you just got to stick in there with me We'll catch you next time with more coverage coming from the Seattle International Film Festival. Thanks for listening, guys.